Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. His house caught fire. And he was able to run out of the house. He lost his everything. And he was unconscious, taken to hospital. When he woke up, he came to himself. He found out he's lost everything. Do you know what he said? My hallelujah. that your children were playing on the, uh, the playground and there was a disaster. All your children died on the spot. Nobody died by your children. He said, I can't, no, that can't happen. It's true. I want, I want to go and see. He went there, so he broke down, cried. When he went to his room, I'm crying. But my hallelujah, yeah. This thing is not working. This church, church thing, it doesn't look like it's for you. This God thing is not working. All the meaningful people in his life turned against him. He had a big thriving company. The company collapsed one day. He lost everything. He was reduced to nothing to the extent that now it's too, too obvious that you are making a mistake. You are always doing this church thing. You are always sowing to God. You are always sacrificing. Now look at you. And the closest person in his life, who he had always thought was with him, said, my friend, his wife said, curse God and die. This thing is not worth it. But I said, oh, my wife, all along I thought you trust God. But as for me, even if God slays me, I'll still say, my hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands and tell him, hallelujah belongs to you. It doesn't matter what I go through. It doesn't matter what happens to me. Say it again. My hallelujah with your hands lifted. So, you have to make a resolution that doesn't matter what comes my way. There's one thing you always have. Is hallelujah. The 
enemy can give you his worst shot, his worst blow, but you come to your senses and you say, oh, I, I still have my hallelujah with me. He, he thought you were going to lose your hallelujah. You even ended up in fornication. You ended up messing up. And he told you, I told you this thing won't take you anywhere. But you gather yourself for some reason. You still have it. My hallelujah. He thought you should have left church a while ago. But you are here. You have your life as long as you are alive. What you say? It doesn't matter the medical reports I see. What I say? for you. Your greatest testimony is that you still have your hallelujah.
spite of all you have been through, hey, in spite of all that has happened to you, hey, hey, Satan is too late. You can't take my hallelujah away. I still have my hallelujah. This is how, this is how it works. You thought Satan is after you. No, he's after your hallelujah. Sometimes he will throw all sort of crises against you just to make sure you lose your hallelujah. Sometimes, sometimes he will throw all sort of parties on your way. Office, what people will die for, he will just throw it your way. Just so you can lose your hallelujah. Sometimes he will let you hear all kinds of news, all kinds of information, even about church. Just the main target is for you to lose you because ah, your hallelujah keeps you relevant to heaven. generation, uh, watch this, listen, we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, call forth, to call out of darkness, to show forth the praises, so that ye may proclaim the praises, or to show forth the praises of him, God, who has, the reason why he called us is that we can show forth his praises. Some of you don't know in heaven they still the angels still sing hallelujah. The angels still sing hallelujah. Now listen, listen, listen to me. Are you here with me? Now, now, it's very interesting. You have to understand what is important in your life, so long as God is concerned, is his praises he has packaged into you. That's why he gives you a testimony. Just to help you realize that he's actually working. But your life will not always be everyday testimony. Because Jesus himself got to a place, he said, Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabbath. God, why have you forsaken me? No, he hasn't forsaken him. Satan is targeting your hallelujah because that is what he had when he was in the presence of God. And he lost it from his mouth and it was put in your mouth. So Jesus said that even if you cause these children to stop, God is able to raise up the stones to praise me. 
son is hallelujah. I don't know where you have been, but if you can still come forward with the hallelujah. reasons why we share testimony in church. The, the devil can't stand it. If you can come forward in spite of the mess you have been in, some of you think you don't, you are not good enough to be in church. If you can say hallelujah is good enough to be <laughs> text is structured. In Ephesians chapter 1, he opens the text with blessed be God. So he opens the text from verse 3 with how God be blessed. Then he went and said, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings? Heaven, then the verse, from verse 4, he begins to talk a bit more about the things God has done. Alright, so blessed be God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And then verse 4 said, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation, God has done a lot for us. Go to the next verse 5. Let me show you something. Having predestined us, predestinated us to adoption as sons. So before you even stop sinning, you have been, your destination was to be a son of God. Wait, 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 that's all. So it's called predestination. Your destination was set before you started the journey. Predestined. So some of us, when we were even coughing and messing up, sleeping around, fooling around, insulting church, doing all that, when you knew you were a sinner, that's why don't let your past stop you from getting into your future. You were covered before you discovered you were messing up. In, in Romans chapter 5 verse 8, the Bible puts it this way. That this is how God demonstrated his love. God demonstrated, commended, give me a new NIV. God commended his life, NIV. God demonstrates his love towards us this way. Whilst we were still sinners, you didn't have to stop sinning. You were, you were, you were still sinning. Whilst we were yet sinners, King James said, whilst we were yet sinners, the NIV said, whilst we were still in the process of sinning, it's not like, okay, now we have, maybe I should stop. Then he said, okay, now I can cover, you know. He said, whilst we were still sinning, he, this is how he he said, you want to know how much I love you? Keep on sinning and you see, I will die to cover you. church you can't give it hallelujah to him shout hallelujah but why why would somebody love you so much that whilst you were still stealing from him he's supporting you not your theft by supporting and funding your education 
You are robbing him, stealing from him, lying again. He's that way. You didn't know you know. He knows everything you are doing against him, and yet he's taking care of you and protecting you. You didn't have to stop what you were doing. You didn't have to apologize. You didn't have to apologize before he died for you. Oh. So, why would somebody do this? He did that because when he called you, when he created you, what you didn't even know is he has packaged a hallelujah into you. For his investment, he has package program. Hallelujah! Puts into you, and you are messing up. Oh. And whilst you are messing up, he's still trying to cover you. Some of us should have died earlier on. We should have contracted HIV. But look at you. People who have not even gone as far as you have gone are now somewhere. They are struggling. They are not well. But look at you. You've done anything, anything you. For some of the things you have done, it cannot be mentioned. Because people will not believe that. Ah, could a human being do this? making too much noise with your hallelujah is their problem. Is their problem. Is their problem. Is their problem. Ah, I have I have been employed. And met you in the company, or you came and met me in the company. We are we are not all on the interview together. Your job is different from my job, and you are upset I'm working well. Listen, it's your problem then. You are upset I'm working well, and everything I'm given to do, I'm doing it, and it looks like they even promote me, and you don't want me to work well. Anyone who is worried about your heart shouting hallelujah, it's their problem, it's not your problem. Keep yourself relevant in God's program. Why would you make yourself redundant? Yourself relevant. Maintain your hallelujah. He said, I didn't finish another. Can I explain something to somebody? So he said, He did all this predestined at Ephesians chapter one. Having predestinated us unto adoption as sons as children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the this is a nice one Don't me, he did it because he's happy according to the good pleasure of his will God most of the things God does for us he does it according to the good pleasure the Bible another, another place talks about the pleasure of his own counsel He decides to advise himself, you know, I want to help you. (laughs) 
He has, a, he has planned. See, what God does for you is not by accident. No. It's by program. Yeah. Yeah. And he does that. So he said, according to the pleasure of look at verse 6. To the to the praise of his glory. To the praise of the glory of his grace. So that someone can just give him that. All he's doing is he's done all this is for to the praise of Hallelujah for your family. Some of you like the jobs you are doing. Say hallelujah. Some of you like, like, at least you are able to wear shoes. People are born with all kinds of conditions. There are some of us here, you are born with some medical condition. But it's not as bad as someone who was born with a condition, a kidney condition, which doesn't work. Even I was, I met a man, he said he was suffering, so he, 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 he they prayed, he had a kidney transplant. He said, God has, I almost died. Then there, man, he said, God has been good. I'm free. There's so many things that happens to you, happens for you, happens against you. And the enemy in everything is targeting that God will not get the praise of his glory. You should be determined that Satan, you probably have to use the next address because as for this house, you should tell the devil, I will not feel so posh. I can't say hallelujah. No way. Further in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians opens with Blessed be God. And then, after talking about God, God was the subject from verse 3. He said, Blessed be the God and the Father. Ephesians chapter verse 3. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. So he said, and he has predestined us unto adoption. 
He has predestined us unto adoption according to the good of why to the praise of His the glory of His grace. So that's about God. I thought that was in the end. And the next verse said, the next verse, in sorry, let's go to the previous verse. I will show you something. The next verse is talking about to the praise of his glory, he has made us accepted, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. Go, go to the next verse. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Now, who is this? Whose blood? So it changes to start talking about Jesus Christ. We have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Forgiveness of sin is a big thing, no? Because if your sins are not forgiven, you are in big trouble. You, you can remain a living atheist, but you can't die as one. <laughs> On your deathbed, you realize that death is not the end. But unfortunately, they don't get the chance to say it. It's a point of You can't come back to say, oh, please. I made a mistake. Forgiveness of sins. Tell someone we are the forgiving people. Go to the next verse. Let me show you something. So who is he talking about now? Jesus Christ. Wherein he has abounded to us in all wisdom and prudence quickly. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to the good pleasure which he has purposed in himself, washes, so that in the dispensation of the fullness of time he might gather together in one, in one all, all, all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth. Okay, in him. Listen to this. Go to the next verse. In whom also he has we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the predestinated has appeared against, according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. Go to the next, look at verse 12. That we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted Jesus Christ. So after addressing God, he said, to the praise of his glory. Then he brought Jesus Christ, whose blood washed us, to the praise of his glory. I thought that would be the end. Then he goes on again in verse 13. In whom ye also trusted, after ye were, uh, if you, uh, you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed, ye were sealed, then he brings the Holy Spirit in. Have you, have you seen that? The Trinity is appearing. Just called the Trinitarian formula. Right in the beginning of Ephesians, he didn't talk about anything, but started talking about God the Father, what he has done, and how Jesus Christ has, has executed what God has done. So God planned it to the praise of his glory. Jesus executed it to the praise of his glory, and the Holy Spirit applied it. So this, the Holy Spirit, go to the next verse, verse 14 which is the earnest of our inheritance until the, purchase, the, uh, the redemption of the purchased possession. Haven't you noticed that everything God is doing, he's executing, he's applying, is just to the praise of his glory. How come you come to church and your hallelujah is missing? the glory yes. and it talks about how that unto 
him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Above all that we can. Is someone getting something? Yeah. Unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can think or ask of, according to the power that works in us. You know, a few weeks ago, I spoke about this text heavily, and this is where I dwelt that what you hear, what you think, determine what you get. Okay, so we modern day church, we focus a lot on this, which is not bad. But if you only focus on this, you are misplaced. Because that's now, he said, now unto him. You can chop this out. That is able. So, Pastor, can you, can you please come? So, now unto him. Mm. Who is wearing this nice t- uh, tie and this vest or three-piece suit? Is that it? Why, so why then have you make it, oh, nice tie, three-piece suit? No, I will say something. Mm. So that is able to do exceedingly. I'm just, it's, it's, it's a, an, a, an adverb. No, adjective, sorry. An adjective. is an adge- qualifying, an adjectival statement. Hey! <laughs> So, <laughs> so this this to be honest from here unto him give me new, new king james so we can get the him change to the capital now to him parenthetical statement you can put this in brackets which is able it's just describing god so you can take this out of the text and it actually doesn't change what he's actually saying so which is able to do exceeding that's telling you about god who what it doing so but so but he said unto him okay so now what are you going to say is you got distracted to talk about what god is able to do you said so that is a, a statement that can be taken out cut out brackets you can put them in brackets it doesn't spoil the 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 integrity of the text doesn't affect it because it's parenthetical now so he said until who is able to do exceeding pastor thank you very much uh, who is able to do exceeding above all that we can ask or, or think of Okay, uh, sorry. According to the power that works in us, yeah, tell us what is it. Then, so we always stop at verse 20. To him. Listen, so this is what I'm trying to say. Unto God. What about God? You see, all the testimonies, who is able to do, he has a Sydney about anything that has happened. All the things. Okay, so unto God. But I was trying to say, unto God. Be, be the glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all generations. Teach your children to say hallelujah. Because it's generational. Throughout all generations, forever and ever. Don't underestimate the value of your hallelujah to God. So in conclusion, Hallelujah 
should be an attachment to your breath. As long as you can breathe, there's still hallelujah. Psalms, he said, God, that I might praise you whilst I'm alive. Because if I go into the grave, the grave cannot praise you. Life is for praising, not complaining. Your praising, watch this, I'm about to say something very strong. Your praising moves heaven quicker than your brain. Your praising God moves heaven quicker than your praying. Oh Lord, I'm dying. Why? Why? Do you know why? Because you can pray and pray wrongly. You are praying, God, that man is my husband. And you are praying amiss. Meanwhile, it's not your husband according to the program of God. You can be praying, God, that job is mine. Meanwhile, the actual job is actually coming. But you didn't know. So you are praying, but praying amiss. But guess what? You cannot praise and pray. Ah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, hey. You this. what I just said, that you can't praise God and praise amiss, is, let me put it this way, in other words, you can't go wrong praising God. And the greatest argument for praising God is not a job, it's not a marriage. It's not good news. It's not bad news. The greatest argument for praising God is your breath. He spared you and kept you alive. For those of you who may not know, life is not a right. You have right to so many things in life, but life is not a right. Those who died, 9-11, top, top, top intellectuals, intelligent people. People die always. When you go to hospital right now, people are in hospital not because they didn't eat good food. Not because they are very old. People are in hospital because it's, it just happened they are dead. They are not well. They are not well. Don't, don't forget you have slept behind the wheel before. At the 
never slept and never woke up. The same diagnosis that you are now free of. Others, the same diagnosis, they never recovered and it's finished them. So why must it be an expensive venture for you to say hallelujah? David puts it this way. He says that I will praise you in the midst of the congregation. Psalm 22, I think verse 2 or verse 3. I will praise you in the midst of the crowd, in the congregation. My praise will come out for you. You can have a decent bath with your clothes on. Husbands and wife can have a decent fellowship with their clothes on. You can have a glorious fellowship with your husband or your wife behind closed doors with your clothes on. Sometimes even the week must go. Most times. You have to roll the ring and fly it somewhere because. <laughs> <laughs> Am I speaking the truth at all? It's usually those who try and can't wait and do stuff in the lift that keep everything on. <laughs> church in your in the privacy with God why are you behaving like you are still in the lift this is this is an intimate moment before between God and his lovers you should be able to scream anyhow in hallelujah without fear of matter what comes your way, God always deserves. It's okay to lose your composure. It's okay to lose your cool. It's okay to act crazy. Let them think you are crazy.
Someone screaming hallelujah. listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.